So today we are very fortunate to have uh, His Grace Adiguru Prabhuji from San Diego, California. And the topic for today is Do Three Gunas Apply to Devtas? So Prabhuji, please take over. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. This is a very interesting question. Do three gunas apply to Devta also? Because we, we all we all want to know this answer. But, uh, but what makes Devta special? Or what makes them normal, like us? So, You know, the, this topic has intrigued many, many people, many people in the past uh, about the Devta, what is the position of Devta, and, and why Devtas are special or Devtas are not special. So, it is important that uh, we understand what is the position of Devta. Sometimes we feel that the devtas are are actually controlling the whole world. They are. Many ways they are. They are controlling the whole world. And uh, but in a way that this is this is just to protect the original nature of this world. What it is meant for and the purity of the purpose. And sometimes we also hear stories that in Purana, this Devta did this, this Devta did this. And people wonder. And the Western world is very quiet, very quickly points out that there are gods and goddesses and pantheism and all these different words they say, animism and uh, all different kinds of words are there. And uh, and then it becomes so difficult for a pe- person who is following Sanatana Dharma or Krishna consciousness that he will think that uh, what is going on, like why they are, they are saying that we are monotheistic and we are not monotheistic. And then many times you will not references that we also say we are also monotheistic, which is the wrong thing to say. Because monotheism is a, what do you call it, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a concept of the Abrahamic faith. Yeah. And, uh, and it, is, it, is, it is not a something, it is not something which is, uh, which is, Practical monotheism. It just gives rise to fanaticism. People become more fanatic that yes, we have only one God, we have so many good gods, we are superior to you. We are not, we don't fall into that category. This is a trap. Because just to run a house, you need more than one person sometimes. They are be earning money. But you need more than one person because you need somebody to somebody to 
take care of many things. Like somebody needs to cook, somebody needs to do cleaning, somebody needs to earn money, somebody needs to... And the whole house needs to cooperate in the house for many things. Just for cooking also. So... स्वर्गलोक और देवता हु इज फ्री फ्रॉम थ्री गुण Oh, this is the word of Bhagavad Gita, 18th chapter, verse number 40. So, I have spoken on this sloka so many times, but uh, again I am going to repeat. Now here, Natlasipathibhyam, Vadivi Deveshu Vapana, Tattvam Pagadir Jair Muktam Yadevi Syadri Virgulai. There is no one in this Prithivi, very specifically the word is given vadivi devesho or in divi means divi other loka or devesho amongst the devata and is anyone sattvam prakritir jair muktam who is not free from the truth or the good <coughs> of prakriti or or who is not individually free from the effect of the guna so either the the so there is no one practically this is what krishna is saying it is very interesting so what it means is our human life is there or the varieties are there because of three guna and that is the same position for a devta the devta also are under the three guna so practically both are being judged under the same set of rules devta and us so what makes devta special now because now they are also the three guna three guna means they will also have birth they will also have to leave that's what the guna means guna means that you are under the prakriti now and that means you might make mistake also they might make mistake and that mistake those mistakes will be those mistakes will be uh, very very uh, you know are punishable also as so you will see that in De- in devaloka everyone is sent for there is sometimes punishment sometimes it is a they make mistakes because all these mistakes that we see in our experience is due to you know we say 
but their lifetimes are very very big very big but at the same time in every manvantara the devtas of important planets change like the soma right now is ruling the chandra planet that also changes manu changes manvantara means manu so every 72 yuga cycle the, the devtas change the surya right now the devaswan is ruling the surya planet that also changes and in different different positions like for example vayudev varunadev or all these different devtas these are all positions they all change every put every manvantara so there will be a drastic change brought about in every manvantara so what it shows us it shows us that the impact of three gunas is so powerful and it also tells us something about the devata so the word devata itself devata or devi now in sanskrit in sanskrit dev the word devata or devi is used for in context with deva Mm-hmm. In context with Deva, there's the word Devata and Devi is used. Deva in Sanskrit refers to Deva in, refers to Vishnu. So Devi Devi refers to one who is dev mai and uh, devata refers to one who is the follower of a dev so the the word itself shows that sanskrit or sanatan dharma is beyond the definition of worldly monotheism or pantheism or or whatever now just the us government if i take the example of us government the us government needs lot of people to work for them they cannot work alone they need lot of people to work with them for them to make the governance possible very simple principle it doesn't happen that uh, the the us government can just function on one person they can say that the president will be doing everything he can clean he can run he can take care of everything else they can just say that they want they want one person one president is responsible for everything whatsoever that doesn't happen not not possible humanly not possible how powerful that person is they may say whatever they want but it is not possible 
And similarly, when we when we say that that the because similarly when we say that uh, in the case of pantheism, that in in pantheism the English word pantheism is has no connection with the system of devata or devi. The system of Devata and Devi is a far superior system because Devata and Devi are appointed based on qualification. Pantheism, because some people are so ignorant, on the other hand, considers everything as God simultaneously. Now, in the, in the Veda, in the word Devi and Devata, nobody is, first of all, the word God is used, not used so freely in the Vedic literature. The word Ishwar is used, is used in a very specific context. Where, where the control over three modes is this, Jagad Ahur Anishwara. There is one word used like that, Jagad Ahur Anishwara. Or Jagadish. Similar words, Jagad Ish, Jagadish. And Maha Ish, Mahesh. So, so Ish is referred to as Bhagwan, like the person who is superior, perfect word. But each word means anyone who is the topmost of each or all these people. Yeah, yeah. The another word is used is Isha Vasyam Idam Sarvam. This whole world exists for Isha. So this concept of Ishwar is very different than God. According to the Western theology, God refers to as someone who is beyond us or someone very powerful and someone who is very evil sometimes. He can be very evil. He can be jealous. He can be very envious. That is God. Whereas if you look at the character of the Deva, they do get angry, Devta. They do get angry sometimes. They get happy sometimes. But they are always kind. So, so when they talk about pantheism or animism, where they say that anyone can be, nobody can be called God directly. And uh, there's only one person who is God, and then they choose one person to be God. 
that's not the complete definition at all sanskrit words do not talk like that because this word is made for humans manushya and naturally there will be some people appointed to take care of the affairs of this world somebody has to ensure that the rains happen somebody needs to ensure that people understand the purpose of why they have come here why they are being kept here you know why this is a temporary place anityam asukam lokam there is a purpose behind the badness here and why the three gunas are applied only in the manushya loka or anyone which resembles that and the the system of three guna is so scientific this is very palpable you can feel it if you are promoted to swarga loka then also the three guna has to apply to you because this entire world which is engineered by brahma abrahma bhuna loka punaravarti narjuna is designed for a purpose and that purpose is purification or or shuddhi or siddhi shuddhikaran and siddhi purification this entire world is designed for purification for what purification of three things of man buddhi ahankar and three guna are connected to all these three man buddhi ahankar tino se connect all three are connected man is connected to satguru buddhi is connected to rajaguru and ahankar is connected to tamok and you will see these three qualities in all the living entities of the world world means swarga loka narak loka patal loka all different loka 14 loka plus manush loka this is also called mrityu loka ye manavah there is one word used krishna means manavah Manava means one who looks like Manu, who are made in the image of Manu. Sometimes Manu is also called Swamibhu Manu. Because he came directly from Brahma. So Swamibhu Manu, when he says, he says Brahma's son Manu. Brahma. is called swambhu because he has no other origin other than deva vishnu is not the origin of brahma brahma is the first created being it requires lot of tapasya lot of punya karma lot of yagya to become brahma very difficult position <laughs> it is the numero uno position in this world there is no one comes close to that position 
of all the positions that you're looking for Brahma is the highest in this world all devta come from him all veda emanate from him and ultimately vishnu gives in vedic knowledge and but in this world it comes through brahma he is in regular touch with vishnu he calls him whenever there is a time for a particular leela or something is needed on this planet he calls him and so most of the past tense of vishnu or deva happen because of him very deep position very important position and and this brahma is responsible for the working of the affairs of this world smoothly very smoothly the working affairs of this world are arranged by this brahma even he himself comes under the impact of three guna therefore krishna in bhagavad gita which is a part of mahabharata informs us that nobody in this world including brahma is free from the impact of these three guna and the science of of moving away from karma bandhan is actually the science of minimizing the effect of trigona and trigona is also called prakriti prakriti manifests because of these trigona and maya dakshina prakriti suite se charat so anything which has the impact of three guna whether it's a karta dharta or whether it's a chhetra chhetragya all these different concepts come originate from three guna so the impact of three guna is even on the devta including them so therefore krishna informs us the bhagavad gita is source of in information very to the point information in between 700 to 745 shloka krishna explains us that the the impact of three guna applies to everyone including the devata and even they have to work hard to come out of the impact of three guna so we all have to understand devas are very important because they manage the world affairs just like any official is entrusted with some responsibility and they are also under three guna as per krishna in bhagavad gita so i'll stop here if anyone has any questions or comments please share hari krishna Hare Krishna. Thank you, Prabhu. Very beautiful class, Prabhu. Thank you for that, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.
हरे कृष्ण प्रभु जी मैं प्रणाम गुरु महाराज थैंक यू फॉर द वंडरफुल क्लास प्रभु जी कैन यू गिव एन एग्जाम्पल हाउ ब्रह्मा एंड शिवा एंड अदर्स आर अंडर द इन्फ्लुएंस ऑफ द गुनाज सो यूल यूल सी दैट फ्रॉम टाइम टू टाइम नाउ ब्रह्मा एंड शिवा यू टेकिंग दीज टू नेम्स दे आर इन चार्ज ऑफ rajogun and tamogun respectively both of them and also sometimes they come under the impact when they when they forget that or sometimes they do that leela just to remind us that they leela means they just do this act to remind us there is someone superior to them brahma meditates on vishnu गोविंदम आदि पुरुषम तमाम भजामी कृष्ण ही मेट्रिशन गोविंद जन द नेम ऑफ कृष्ण एंड शिव जी ऑल्सो मेडिटेट्स ऑन नारायण एंड गोविंद वेर ही ऑल्सो वेन ही केम डाउन ऑन अर्थ अगेन एज ए टीचर शंकराचार्य वन ऑफ हिज पावर्स केम डाउन हिज भज गोविंदम भज गोविंदम भज गोविंदम मूर्मते plus you can see their actions sometimes sometimes their actions look to be very ordinary like a mrit manushya where they they get angry they get happy they get pleased and they get sad also sometimes like when prachitas went to the forest for tapasya brahma was very sad and similarly when shivji lost sati to the actions of daksha he became very sad and also angry but you don't see these emotions from vishnu sometimes shri ram shows anger frustration sadness for actions of ravan but shri ram is ardha manushya ardha narayan but you will see in the end he gets composed and he is never defeated shri ram was never defeated and krishna sometimes shows the same emotions sometimes he shows the emotions of a small boy or sometimes he shows information about frustration like when he was when the second jua happened he he met pandava in vanvas and he was very angry at the actions of sushasan karna shakuni indriyodhan he does show that emotion but his position he doesn't get bewildered his position never gets affected but all of the devtas positions get affected hmm? and we are seeing in the instances of purana some devta they are forced to take birth in the manushya loka but it never happens in vishnu so you can really see the different incidents you can see so most of the incidents are truthful incidents and real incidents because they are they won't write a fiction so in those incidents you will see a consistency of interaction 
and behavior. So therefore, we can know that someone is under the guna, someone is not under the guna. Does it answer your question, Mahesh? Uh, yes, Prabhuji. So, Prabhuji, like, uh, why these gunas are made? Uh, so, what is the reason why these gunas are made, and we also fall into different gunas? Why is the, uh, why is this there? Gunas are are made so that we can experience all emotions in this world. So, if guna are not there, we won't be able to fulfill our desires. So the gunas are made so that we can experience everything. Understand that on this earth, every experience is constructed. Every anger is made, fear is made. Every single experience is made. If it is not made, then we won't experience. It. So the gunas exist for us to experience this world freely. So gunas are made so that we can freely experience. Otherwise, Atma will not be able to experience all the emotions that they want to do independent of Vishnu or Dev. And that's why the gunas are essential. So gunas are made so that we can experience the full freedom from Bhagwan, what we desired for. So we can also become our own controllers, our own masters. So to give us an experience of what we desire, that's why the gurus are made. So it is also as for our own desire. Oh, yes, Prabhuji. Thank you so much. Thank you for the wonderful class. So this 14 will have the full Gita recitation and uh, and we'll have the full Gita recitation on 14th and also we'll have the Gita competition starting on 14th. So children can join and uh, like last year we had, but this time, hopefully we'll not have, last time we had a lot of problem in sending the certificates out. So, so 16th, 18th to 31st, we'll have the competition different, and the final competition will be on 31st. So all the schedules are out, so the links are out, so people can sign up on Eventbrite, and everybody's children are invited for this event on 14th. We'll have Gita recitation twice this time. One in the morning, one in the evening. So those who cannot do in the morning can also do in the evening. We'll have two uh, Gita recitations. Yes, I was thinking that uh, can one of the recitation be of the translation and not on, only Sanskrit? You can do in the evening, but it will be very long, Mataji, very, very long, four or five hours. For reading the translation so, only? Uh, yeah, we can do the reading and translation because many people will have different translation if they are not from ISKCON. Mm -hmm. 
you know. So that's why they say it's a problem because it becomes then the matter of interpretation. Then, so to avoid that controversy, it's better to stick to Sanskrit. Okay. Because the translations will be as per somebody's book, and now that is the problem. See what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So luckily, our uh, Iskon Orlando temple is doing at also in the evening, but they're doing the translation, yeah. so I can attend there also. Because English is something we understand the translation. So. Yes, it's easy to understand. But again, I, I said the issue is the translation itself. For people to accept Sanskrit words is easier than just the translation because Sanskrit you cannot go wrong. And those are the original words. Prabhuji, also um, from the today's class, uh, uh, where is the uh, detailed description of all the gunas, all the three gunas? There's a whole chapter do? on that. There's a whole chapter in Bhagavad Gita, right? Yeah. Chapter 16, so 17. So that has the, basically uh, the whole description. The whole description, yes. You don't need to refer to uh, Bhagavatam or other books. Yeah, all of the books also have the description of Gunan, but Bhagavad Gita is enough. Somebody wants to do it. Bhagavad Gita Other books also have it. Other books also. Bhagavad has it. Rigveda has it. The other book has it. So, but it's in Bhagavad also, so it's easier for people to follow it. Okay. So, thank you all for joining today. One chakra for the rubbiya, so I can pass in the day with that. Adhikaram. Ananta Koti Vaishavindiki Jai, Shri Jai, His Grace Adi Guru Prabhuji Ki Jai, and thank you to all the devotees for joining today.